Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's Caroline, and welcome to another Top Buys episode where I take you through the three biggest buys from this community over the last week. Today is March 29th, so we're talking about the week of March 21st. Uh, So it looks like we have all decided to make a pivot into spring cleaning um, or reorganizing or uh, just a general sort of like refresh because a lot of the biggest purchases were home-related, organization-related, cleaning-related. So that was exciting to see. Last week was like a lot of car stuff, but it feels like everyone's uh, getting into like a spring cleaning mode, which makes sense. It is spring now. So let's just hop to it. I was just looking at all of the stuff that was selling really well um, via clicks, and I was trying to figure out like, I think sometimes... It's not even stuff that we've necessarily talked about, just like a link gets out there. So there are some things that I don't even think appeared in stories, um, starting with uh, a Target um, mirror. So this Target mirror actually did appear in stories. It is a arch. uh, It's like a Valenti framed arch mirror by Kate and Laurel. It's a Target brand. It's 24 by 32. Um, It can go over a dresser. It can go, it can like lean up on something. I haven't purchased it yet, but it was something that I saw on the Target site when I was looking for mirrors because I've always had really good luck with Target mirrors. And according to the Facebook group, a lot of people in there have already have also had really good luck with Target mirrors. This is super, um, it's not as big as I want. What I what I honestly want is something a little bit uh, bigger that I can lean against the wall and do like a full body shot in because right now I don't have like a floor a floor to ceiling length mirror, which I would really like. Uh, but this is on the right track. So um, this would make a really great vanity mirror. And apparently a lot of you agree because a lot of you already bought it. It comes in different colorways, which is cool because I don't see a lot of options necessarily when it comes to mirrors, especially to places like Target. They usually offer it in like a gold or a black, but this one has black, brown, gold, light brown, and dark brown. Um, and uh, it's pretty. I don't know. Like it's really, it's really it, like it's very cute. If you wanted to get DIY with it, it would be very easy to spray paint if you are comfortable um, spray painting a mirror. It does require, obviously, some some tape and some coverage on the actual mirror side of things. But like, it can be done. Probably not by me, but it can be done. Um, and it ships easily. I wonder... Like, I just talked about this in stories. I linked to it, I think, twice because I was looking for other people's recommendation on where to get a mirror, a mirror that looked exactly like this, but then also was just a little bit bigger. 
Weirdly, Target doesn't offer a ton of huge mirrors. And I was looking and I'm looking right now. Um, and again, like you can find so much stuff on the Target website that's not necessarily uh, available in stores, but I don't want to buy something so big like a mirror if I'm not actually able to look at it. So I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure that out. So, okay. So I'm looking at the full length mirrors um, available at Target. What I am sort of trying to avoid is one that has a stand, um, you know, like a floor mirror, because those are for people who don't have pets or children. Uh, I imagine those things are really easy to knock over and I just don't have that kind of real estate on the floor, especially if I could be hanging it from the wall. Uh, I feel like that's a bigger space saver for me. Um, and what I really what I really was looking for that I couldn't find in that Valenti framed arch mirror from Kate and Laurel from Target that a lot of you bought this week. And I, if you bought it, I want to see how you're styling it in your house. Um, I didn't want to buy that anthropology mirror. Everyone has it. I'm in this anthropology buy-sell trade group just kind of as a lurker because I don't necessarily want to buy seller trade anthropology stuff via Facebook. I think it sounds exhausting, but everyone has that one mirror and you know what I'm talking about. It's that like ornate sort of top, but like very Victorian style top. Um, but it is a, 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 a wall mirror. And so I want that. And I like a wide mirror too. I don't need like um something too skinny. And Target doesn't have a ton of options, but I'm not really necessarily excited to spend more than, I don't know, $150. So I have been looking and I shared that um, arch mirror, vanity mirror, as an example of something that I wanted just bigger. And apparently all of you guys were looking for smaller mirrors. So I am excited to see how you're styling it. I have a round mirror um, above our shoe cabinet, our Hemnes shoe cabinet from Ikea. It served me well, but I really would like something just a little bit bigger. I feel like I can't even take a picture of my full outfit. And for a while, I wasn't really trying to, but now I would like to. Um, Yeah, I don't know. A lot of these mirrors are like really boring. Um, And uh, Urban Outfitters has a bunch too, but like a lot of them skew kind of young. I'm looking for something that will really blend in with the rest of the house and just provide a full length option. They're all too skinny. There are some that are like a little bit bigger, but then they have like an ugly framing. So if you have a good place where you shop for mirrors, um, that is not like a CB2, a West Elm. I have been looking on Craigslist. I've been looking at Marketplace uh, and to no avail. I would love to know. I don't want to get that anthropology mirror. A, it's honestly not in my budget. It's not in my mirror budget this year. And B, I feel like everyone I know has it. So I would feel a little bit like a copier, even though I don't necessarily care um, too much about, you know, being inspired by other things and buying them off of like other people's like style or Instagram pages. But something about the anthropology mirror just feels like it will be a thing that defines 2021 or whatever. Like when we look back, like Chevron, if you ever see like someone who has like Chevron on their walls, you're like, okay, well, you were like very into Chevron in 2011. Again, no judgment. I love Chevron too, but it just feels very time defining. And I would like to buy a mirror that will not make me think of like a year or a phase in my life. So if you have a helpful hint, I guess this top buys episode is sort of twofold in which you all bought a mirror that didn't work for me um, or the space that I wanted it in. So 
if you have other options for me, I'd love to know more. Um, okay, so that mirror, the one that uh, people bought, one of the top buys, I think it was the third most purchased this week, the 24 by 32 Valenti framed arch mirror in black by Kate and Laurel. I don't know what colors you all got it. It just says in black, but I think there's probably some discernment against color. Um, is $130 and it doesn't seem to be on back order. Seem to be pretty easy to get. Delivery, setup, great, awesome. Okay, so I will link to that. The other, um, this one was more organizational. I know that I posted it after seeing it on Carolyn Moran Cook's Instagram. She's actually going to be a guest next week. She's coming back to the show. Uh, the circular Lazy Susan organizer that she put in her bathroom like linen closet. Um, she stacked her medicines on there, Advil, Tums, all the hits in your 30s. Uh, so that was a thing that I purchased. And I think when I linked to it, everyone else purchased it too. What I really liked about this was Carolyn said something that I found really helpful and, and really comforting, I guess is the word, which is one of the reasons why I shared it, which is that if an organizational method isn't working for you, you can change it. And I don't think that I had really thought about that. I went through like a big organizing overhaul last year around this time in my closet, which is a disaster because Dan and I share a closet. We have one closet in our bedroom and then we have another closet in the front um, of our house. which has like, you know, all of our like vacuums and brooms and things like that. And that is it. That's the only closet space we have in this house. We share that big closet, but it's a mess. It brings me pain to look inside. Um, but I did give it a college try last year. I bought clear shoe boxes for Dan to snack his sneakers in. I bought like, um, I just like overbought those velvet hangers so that everything would be like on the same level and fit together nicely. I bought hangers where I could put multiple pairs of pants in one place. So they wouldn't be taking up a ton of room. And that was great. And that's wonderful. And it's helpful, but I need to go a step further now. And what Carolyn said on her story was like, if an, a way that you organize isn't working for you, you can change it. And sometimes that means having to buy new tools in which to better organize yourself. Um, and this Lazy Susan was one of hers. You know, She had taken us through her stories a few months ago. Actually, I don't really know when it was. It could have been a few months ago. It could have been like seven years ago and showed us how she organized her linen closet. And she basically went back a few weeks ago and said like, this wasn't working for me anymore. I still didn't really, I couldn't see what we had. I was overbuying things because, you know, I didn't realize that we had another bottle of Tums in the back and the way that I organized it didn't work for me. I, I started with this Lazy Susan. Um, this one's from the Container Store, the one that is on the most buys list, but you can get one on Amazon. I'll do a, a couple of links if that's easier for you. This one's 25 bucks. It's pretty self-explanatory. It is a plastic, clear plastic Lazy Susan that, uh, you know, storage turntable thing that rotates so you can see what's in it, spin it around, you know, what's there. It's a little bit easier than stacking if you're somebody that often doesn't realize what you have in terms of your stacks in your closet. Great. I bought that to reorganize like my lawn, uh, the cleaning stuff underneath my sink. That was really helpful because I kept buying new scrub daddies and then finding more scrub daddies. Like I'll, I'll give it to, I'll give myself some credit neatly stacked, but in a place where I couldn't necessarily see them or reach them. 
And then when it came time to like do a, you know, an inventory of what I had under my sink, I would do like a quick glance and put scrub daddies on the list, come back and find out I already had like 15 scrub daddies. So now the scrub daddies live in one of these little dividers on this turntable and they are labeled. It is labeled scrub daddies uh, with my label maker on their little place. And then when they're gone, I don't have to question like, you know, am I keeping a pile somewhere else that I forgot about? Um, Do I have like, you know, scrub daddies in bulk sitting in a box somewhere? And I'm totally guilty of doing that thing where you you mean well, you buy things on sale, you buy a backstock of stuff that you use and you put it somewhere and maybe it's not somewhere you would normally put it or it's not where your cleaning stuff usually is. But in the moment, in your mind, you're like, I'll remember I put it here. And then you never do. I just found two containers of Clorox wipes that were definitely purchased like in March 2020 that I did not know we had. And I've done many repurchases of Clorox wipes since. You know, you go in with the best intentions. You think like, I will always remember that I put this stuff here in this part of the closet that houses absolutely no other cleaning stuff. That is where I put my, you know, box of Christmas ornaments. I'll definitely remember that I put laundry pods here. I never do. It was time to come clean with myself. So I'm starting with the turntable. I was happy to see that a lot of you were starting with the turntable too. And another thing I realized was like, you do not have to, uh, you know, I don't watch the home edit because it, or follow them even because it makes me like upset because I'm just not that organized and it's too overwhelming for me. You know, I went through my Marie Kondo phase you know, I said goodbye to the socks that weren't giving me joy or whatever, but I cannot bring myself to look at like, remember that picture of like Khloe Kardashian's pantry with all of the salad dressing. It makes me like, it just like stresses me out for like tons of reasons. Like A, she's definitely not going to eat all that food. B, why don't I have a pantry like that? C, that pantry is as big as my house. Like I start to spiral. So I just don't look at a lot of that stuff. It's the same reason why I only dabble in the world of restock TikTok. But With organizational methods, you don't have to buy an entire system and then make it work for you. You should just be paying attention to like the behavior in which you are organized and then buy things to complement those behaviors. So if I am the kind of person that is using like a shelf in the closet, then I should get organizers to be like, okay, well, then I'm going to purposely put, you know, the Tide Pods that I bought in bulk at Target for like a deal like patting myself on the back for like a good economic choice, I am going to now that's they live on this shelf and I label them or just to say like, this is the shelf where they live. And I just put them in the container and I don't, and I just, you know, I, as they are, just put them on that shelf. And then that's the shelf. But I tend to do a lot of the, like, I will remember that it is under the bed. Um, no, I won't. And I never have. So I started with the Linus square divided turntable, it was 25 bucks from the container store. A lot of you did too. I'm also cross-referencing on the Amazon store. It looks like some of you have bought Amazon versions. There's tons. I mean, like the the like kind of plasticky lucite organization bins are not hard to find. You can get them anywhere. I'll give a few links, a few options, and we're all spring cleaning. We're we're spring refreshing. But I would love to know how um it's going for those of you who are taking stock of your stock, reorganizing, labeling. Please. I will I don't like looking at other people's 
like organizational, but I'll make an exception for the G Thanks community. You should start a thread in the in the Facebook group because I would love to see pictures of everyone's cleaning cabinets like before and after. That would be really nice. Uh, okay. The last most purchased item is actually just a genre. It's not necessarily a specific item. If you have been following the hashtag G Thanks Just Browsing Reels, where I will go into stores and just sort of narrate my thoughts as I march through the aisles, which admittedly I didn't do a ton of in March because we had my in-laws visiting and I wasn't really in a place of browsing. You might remember the time I went to Target and questioned why people were buying fake snake plants, which are notoriously very easy to for upkeep, instead of just buying regular snake plants, which, right, like are very easy to to keep alive. And I was like, well, you know, what is the market for fake snake plants? You know, fake, fake uh, fiddly ferns, I get those things die if you look at them the wrong way. Fake snake plants, I thought like, okay, you know, we can all keep a snake plant alive. As it turns out, snake plants and Many other plants are toxic to animals. I do not have pets that are interested in plants. We have always had a house full of plants. Our cats don't care. The dog doesn't care about plants. I know this is not universal. You know, dogs and cats have opinions and likes and dislikes, just like all of us. Some of them go for plants. And now I understand why you might need a fake plant. Or you just don't have a green thumb. And, of course, I respect that as well. But on the topic of fiddle leaf ferns, I bought a real one when we moved to Los Angeles. And I was so excited about it because at the time, this was pre-pandemic, but we were still in that like everything is white, neutral moment. At least in my mind, I was like, I don't want any color anywhere. But you would always see those pictures on Instagram or like Pinterest of just like white neutrals fiddly fern spilling out from a corner. And that's what I wanted. And so I went to Home Depot on sunset and I bought a fiddly fern and I brought it home and it immediately died. And when you Google like why did my fiddly fern die or how to bring a fiddly fern back to life or like what's going on with my fiddly fern, there are two answers. One answer is you have overwatered it. The other answer is you have underwatered it. Both overwatering and underwatering can cause the same outcome for a fiddle leaf fern, which is death. It is not helpful um, to hear that you have either done too much of something or done too little of something. It is not helpful. Uh, I tried to nurse it back to life. It didn't work. It died. I was embarrassed. It cost so much money. Those plants are so expensive, especially if you want them to be, you know, ceiling length house size plants and to have spent that much money and to have gone in blindly and not known how to take care of something that is so finicky, I felt really dumb. I felt like I had just lit money on fire. And so while I was being very pompous and superior about my hatred of fake snake plants, though I understand people get them because their cats want to eat them and you don't want your cats to die, I understand the fake fiddle leaf fern or the fake monstera decision because 
the really good ones, the ones that look like they are real in photos, the ones that even look like they are real when people come to your house and there are real plants surrounding it or you all you have all real plants except for the one fiddle, no one knows. And it's that it's that TikTok that's like, no one's going to know. They're going to know. No one's going to know that this is a fake plant. They cost more than what you might be willing to spend on a fake plant. Their, Crate and Barrel sells a fake olive tree for $400. That's like a little too rich for my blood. But I also can understand if you want it there for years and years and years and years, then yeah, maybe you are going to spend that kind of money. Not, not me. Couldn't be me. But Target has a artificial banana tree um, that is a little over six feet, right? Yeah, I think that that's right. 12, let's see. Yeah, it's actually seven feet tall. And I had to do the math. It's seven feet tall. And it comes in a white plant uh, pot. And it's by Project 62, which is sort of like their home, their home brand. It's not, it's a, like the one step up from the um, Room Essentials stuff at Target, um, which I love. But, you know, Room Essentials is more like dorm kind of stuff. Project 62 is like, I call it like our first apartment. Uh, it's like c- kind of medium priced on the high end side of Target. This is a a seven foot tall fake banana tree. It comes in a pot. It's $130, which again, $130 is not that crazy when you think about how much an actual plant costs that you have to keep alive and that might die on you like mine did. You can put it in a corner and it looks really real. I have this one. This is the one that I bought. Currently, it is sold out. I wonder if it's because of you guys. It might be. I'll link to some other options. But this plant looks so real. Um, It looks really lush and alive. And not every leaf is perfect. So it kind of gives off the impression that it's a living, breathing thing. Um, I was into it because of the reviews that it got. Uh, so I went to check it out at my own Target. I looked at it. And I also um, saw a friend of mine who had it. So let me read some of the reviews for you. Okay. Love this plant. Exactly what I was looking for for my living room. If you're on the fence, just buy it. You won't regret it. Uh, one person said it looks but way better in person, which I can completely confirm. Um, this faux banana leaf palm looks way better in person than in these photos. It is a really great piece to add for those who are not so good with plants and need some life in the corner of the room. It just adds the right amount of greenery. If you play with the leaves enough, the wiring can arch enough to look like the real thing. That is true. You kind of have to do a little bit of finagling. It's a great price and it's worth purchasing. Um, Someone wrote, I love this plan. It fits perfectly in my dining room with so many other Project 62 selections, aka my ceiling light and chairs. Wow, we have a Project 62 ambassador in the comments. I was so lucky this was the last one at the nearest Target. This is one of Target's most popular products in this category. Someone else wrote, I love this plan. It looks great in my living room in the corner. It's worth the price. Would, would recommend. When you want to get a big house plant, I know some people want to get a real plant. I get it. Like Dan is one of those people. Like Dan hates that I have this plant in my office. But I love it. It looks great. I don't have to think about it. The problem with oversized plants is that a plant's need for water and sunlight 
regardless of how much or how little or how often, does not care about your home decor choices. So you are talking about spending all of this money on a living thing that might honestly thrive best in a location in your home where you cannot put it. Like the way that the light kind of comes in through my window from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. and hits like this one spot in the middle of the living room could be ideal for that fiddly fern to thrive. I'm not putting a fiddly fern in the middle of my living room. It doesn't make sense. I want to put it in the corner, but the corner gets less light. When you have a big, when you have a little plant, a real life plant, it is way easier to be like, okay, you know, I'm going to give this plant full sun for like six hours. I'm going to put it outside on my deck. I'm going to put it in the window and I'll move it back to the, you know, my, the location I've chosen for it in my house um, when I'm done. You can't be hauling ass with like a massive fiddly fern every time it needs water, every time it needs light. It just doesn't work that way. And, and I know sometimes it feels like you're giving up when you buy a fake plant, uh, but think of it as a piece of furniture, you know, think of it as a piece of decor. Um, and, and you can find something that's really, really high quality. This target one is such good quality. There are plenty, um, of good quality ones everywhere else. I'm hoping they restock it. They've had this one in stock for years and years. So I'm assuming it's just sold out now and I'll give you guys the benefit of being the ones that sold it out, but it, it's worth the money you can put it in whatever pot you want. Uh, you do not have to put it in the pot that it comes with. I put mine in a much bigger pot and then bought a stand for that. So it actually gives off a little bit more of a realistic look. The pot was kind of too tiny for the amount of tree that was there. Um, but think of it as a piece of furniture. Uh, then you never have to think about its location. Like I can't tell you how stressful that fiddly fern was, you know, and I, keep myself alive and I keep my animals alive. And that fiddly fern was like exhausting. It was like parents I can only imagine. Uh, and there's so many good options in terms of vessels that you can put a fake plant in because you don't need to worry about drainage. You're not watering it. You don't have to worry about, um, how heavy it is because you're not going to pick it up and move it that often. Like you would, if it was a real plant, uh, it there's all of your options you have vast options compared to buying something real what i will say about buying a fake plant is if you can look at it in person go to a target ikea has some options um amazon has a ton of options like if you google fake plant you'll find a ton of options on amazon the problem with amazon as we all know is that kind of caveat emptor you don't know exactly what you're going to be getting um, is the price really good because it looks really cheap or is the price really good and you just got lucky and you stumbled upon a product with a good price. Amazon's difficult if you're committing to something that's like bigger than a plant to put on your desk or a plant to put on your side table. If you're going for like a room sized corner plant piece, I would try to go find it in person. Uh, like I said, CB2 offers these, but they're in the like 300 to 500 range. If that's something that you're interested in, those things definitely exist. I would start by going to look, um, around the home and hearth area of Target, uh, or Ikea, if you have one in your area and just look for something that looks real. Uh, you know, 
take your time with it because for a really good quality one, you are probably going to be paying. And if you want it over like five feet or six feet, you're going to be paying over a hundred dollars for sure. And that doesn't include the cost of whatever new vessel you're going to put it in um, or plant stand or any of that. So it can be, it can be like a, at minimum, you know, 160 to $200 purchase, go try to look at it in person. Um, I love mine. I'm glad other people are buying it. I'd love to see pictures. And that's it. That was, that was just a really fun week of stuff. Uh, from the mirror to the lazy Susan organizer and the lazy Susan organizer is just one of like many of the different organizers that were purchased in the last week. I think there was some inspo happening either on Instagram or in the Facebook group. Um, and I think I'm excited. Please take a picture of your home and put it in the Facebook group. I would love to see it. It would make me so happy. Uh, yeah. Okay. So then Bed Bath & Beyond has some fake plants. This one is a 59 inch. That's a little under six feet and it's in a planter. That's $103. Like there are options. Please, if you're wanting to commit to something big and over the top and sort of statementy, please go look at it in person. And then when you buy it, I would love to see a picture. Thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode of Top Buys. Um, I'm really enjoying doing this. It's I feel like every week I get more and more comfortable doing it. And I love seeing what everyone's buying. And I can't wait to hear about your mirror recommendations, see how you're organizing all of your closets, drawers, and cabinets, and then see all of the beauty of your fake, 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 fake trees. Uh, of course, thanks for listening. And we'll see you on Friday for a new episode. You just listened to another episode of Do Thanks Just Bought It, edited and mixed by Veronica Gruba and produced and hosted by me, Caroline Moss. In between episodes, you can always head to the G Thanks Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod and the G Thanks Facebook group to get and give life changing recommendations of your own. Subscribe to our weekly sale and discount emails at gthanks.substack.com. It's free. And you can reach me at caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com or leave me a message at 424 245 0736 with a product recommendation, and you may be featured on an upcoming episode. G-Thanks is powered by subscribers like you. To keep all of our G-Thanks content free and accessible to all, consider making a monthly donation of $2 to keep us going at patreon.com slash G-Thanks and friends. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 